common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hi, hello, and welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast right there on the front page of the WDBO app. You can also find it there in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO, 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, once upon a time, once upon a time, I cut my teeth in this business in the sports world, and it was inevitable whenever I would cover a story that would have to do with a contract negotiation or a contract settlement for that matter, I would hear the phrase, well, it was not about the money. Folks, whenever you hear that it's not about the money, it's about the money. It's exactly the opposite. So earlier this week, when I got the alert on my phone, I thought, okay, this has to be a misprint. It has to be a mistake. Maybe it's an onion story. There's no way. There's no way that the PGA Golf Tour is merging with the renegade Saudi Arabian-funded Live Tour. No way. Not after the two years of bitterness, not after the pettiness, not after the lawsuits, not after the backstabbing. Uh Uh-uh. No way this was happening. Well, guess what? (laughs) It's happening, folks. It's happening. And once again, the tried and true formula reigns supreme. It was all indeed about the money. Now, first off, Let's give credit where credit's due. Former President Donald Trump seems like everything the guy says has a way of coming true, right? He predicted last year that this merger would happen. And keep in mind, he predicted this at the height of tensions and frictions between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. Now, this landmark deal between the tours was reached by Saudi Arabia's public investment fund without the knowledge of many PGA Tour members and live golf players and uh, agents as well. Phil Mickelson, a live player who was guaranteed $200 million to go to the live tour, he tweeted, awesome day, happy emoji. Brooks Kepka, also a live tour player, he just won the PGA Championship. And you do wonder if, in fact, this merger happens as quickly as it did if Kepka had not won the PGA Championship last month. But for two years, for the last two years, the PGA Tour and the Live Tour have been fighting, again, legal battles galore, players sniping at one another. And one of the major sticking points for the PGA Tour, their commissioner and the golfers, was that these Live golfers were taking blood money. They're taking Saudi Arabian money, dirty money, blood money. 9-11 families came down hard on the Live Tour guys. And look, it's pretty much a known entity that after journalist Jamal Khashoggi's murder, the Saudis decided to, quote, sports wash. In other words, they wanted to wipe their sins clean by getting into the sports business. The old sleight of hand trick, don't look at this hand over here murdering Khashoggi, look at this hand over here and what we're doing in the sports world of golf. And look, there were PGA Tour players like Rory McIlroy and others who banged on these live golfers for taking the dirty money. Well, I wonder what Rory is going to do now. Rory McIlroy, who really was the face of live tour hate on the PGA Tour, was interviewed on Wednesday before the start of the Canadian Open. Listen to McIlroy's comments here. Go. I learned about it pretty much at the same time everyone else did. Um, and yeah, it was a, it was a surprise. 
Um, I knew there had been discussions going on um, in the background. I knew that uh, lines of communication had been opened up. Uh, I obviously didn't expect it to happen as, as quickly as it did. Um, but I really think that, you know, from what I gathered, the tour felt they were in a real position of strength coming off the back of the DP world winning their legal case in, in London. Um, it sort of weakened um, the other side's position and, um, you know, they went in there and, you know, the way Jimmy described it, you know, Rory, sometimes you got too itty over water and you just got to go for it. And, you know, that's, that's uh, you know, that's what, that's what they did. And, um, you know, I think ultimately when I try to remove myself from the situation and I look at the bigger picture and I look at 10 years down the line, you know, I think ultimately this is going to be, um, it's going to be good for the, the, the game of professional golf. I think it secures the, uh, it unifies it and it, and it secures its, its financial future. So, um, you know, there's, there's mixed emotions in there as well, uh, as, as there's going to be. I don't understand all the intricacies of what's going on. It's a very, um, uh, what's the word, uh, you know, there's a lot of ambiguity. There's a lot of things still to be um, sort of thrashed out, but um, at least it means that the litigation goes away, which has been a massive burden for everyone. Um, that's involved with the tour and that's playing the tour. Should the golfers who maybe stayed loyal and turned down live, should they be made whole financially? <laughs> I mean, the simple answer is yes. The complex answer is how does that happen, mm -hmm. right? And that's all, that's all gray area and up, up, up in the air at the minute. But yeah, there's, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard for me to not sit up here and feel somewhat like a sacrificial lamb and, you know, feeling like I've put myself out there and this is what happens. Again, removing myself from the situation, I see how this is better for the game of golf. There's no denying that. But for me as an individual, yeah, I, there's just going to have to be conversations that are had. Okay, so there's Rory McIlroy talking out of both sides of his mouth. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. And quite frankly, he kind of sounds a lot like these live tour players who at the very start of the tour had no idea how to deal with media questions about why they did it. Now, my major problem with live tour players was that they never admitted what the real reason was that they were going from the PGA tour to the live tour. And that's money. It's money. It's okay. It's okay to come out and say it. It's the guaranteed huge sums of money that these guys were getting. Again, Mickelson, 200 mil. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, all these guys got paid major guaranteed sums of money in order to go to the live tour. There's nothing wrong with saying that. And I'm sure Rory McIlroy is going, okay, wait a minute. I was the one who was loyal here. I could have gone over to the live tour and probably gotten a similar guarantee that Phil Mickelson got, i.e. 200 million, maybe even more. Heck, Tiger Woods reportedly rejected seven to 800 million from the live tour to stay with the PGA tour. I wonder what these guys are thinking right now. I stay with a PGA tour. Where's my money? Where's my guaranteed money? It's about the money. It's always about the money, folks. And I'm sure the PGA Tour looked at the Saudis' deep pockets and said, you know what? We have so many lawsuits out there. These guys are not going away. And they probably came to the conclusion that the Saudis were just not going to give up. So money talks. Live beat the PGA Tour. 
again, I never faulted the live guys for doing what they did. Do I feel for 9-11 families? Do I understand their anger at Saudi Arabia? Absolutely, I do. No question about it. But money always wins out. Unfortunately, it always wins out. Is it hypocritical for Jay Monahan, the PGA Tour commissioner, to do what he did to forge the merger between Liv and the PGA? Absolutely. He was front and center of those who criticized the Live Tour. But the Live Tour won this battle. And now, from a financial standpoint, all of these golfers are going to benefit. And my guess is that not one of these PGA Tour guys who are banging on the Live Tour players are going to take their moral high grounds anymore. This merger between the Live Tour and the PGA Tour just goes on to prove it, that it's always been about the money. It always will be about the money. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find the podcast all over the place, including the WDBO app. And join me on the radio every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time.